everybody, and welcome to ISO Comics, a weekly comics report with Mike and Ming. Broadcasting from the home of the comic book man, James on Bob, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen, sitting across from me, sipping from his Death Wish coffee cup. It's Mr. Mike Zapsik, everybody. Say hello, Mike. What's up, Ming? I was going to say there's a lot of feedback going on here. I, uh, no, there's no feedback. A whole lot of feedback no, going no on. Feedback. I, I only need to hear you once. All right, that's good. There's no Jimi Hendrix stuff going on here. We're, and, really? And, we're, yeah. we're not all along the Watchtower? No, not at all. Ah, now, that has so many connotations to we the are comic big, book world. Big news since the last time we did ISO Comics, which I think was a couple weeks ago. I, uh, I I'm back from like a nine week run. Yeah, you are, man. Yeah. You're I, <laughs> so for I'm back for a little bit. Don't get too excited. <laughs> exactly. Don't get used to hearing his voice, folks. Don't get too excited. I'm I'm stopping by a local show this weekend, the Five Points Festival. Very nice, uh, actually. Rob Bruce is. He told me yesterday. I'm, I'm a I'm a guest up there. How the hell did that happen? I don't know. He's, we, I he's, know people up top. I'm like, how did that happen? They're like, I don't know. They don't know. He tricked us. <laughs> I think he did. I know. I'm, I'm not even. He, I don't know. Uh, he used the Blue Juice name. Blue Juice kidding. Comics. I asked him. I was like, "How'd you get in here?" He's like, uh, he's, "He said he brought a bunch of vendors to them or something." I don't okay. know, dude. Like, I literally asked people up at the top. I'm like, "Why the hell did you let Rob Bruce in?" They're like, "We don't know. We don't know how he got in." <laughs> I don't know. They have no idea. It's the, know this is his, It's like him and Brian are the two people. Who are like, "How the hell did this happen?" We'll never figure it out. Well, Brian, we understand. Okay, Brian, people. It's. I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to slam poor Rob Bruce any more than I have to, right. which is you know, twenty three hours sure. a day. Yeah. So, but it's. He, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going up to. Yeah, they points. give me a hotel. Yeah, I got they give it. me a hotel room. Like, so five points. Designer, uh, designer toys, designer toys, comics, craft beer, three things that I love very dearly. Yes, you do. So I will. I'll be roaming around up there. Well, I saw their. I was looking at their website. It's like you know, our our. This is not your regular Comic Con. We're we're you know. Do you love toys? Yes. Do you love comics? Come on. Do you, do you love beer and food trucks and Korean tacos? Jeez. Yes. Uh, this is not the kind where you can get a autograph from a BSTV celebrity. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> guess I'm not getting a table at this one. So, but I will be there. Rob Bruce will be there. Our friend Amy Chu will be there. Amy's awesome. Yeah, uh, do me a favor. Tell her I said howdy. I always do. I she always is do. fantastic. We love Still Amy. Still going up there. And then uh, I don't have a schedule yet, but we did have the two gentlemen from the AC Fan Expo. Okay. It starts in two weeks. starts nice. Memorial Day. Yes. If you've not heard of this. Uh, it's where uh, they rent out. Well, if you haven't listened to Was that Ming and Mike or was that I Sell Comics? I can't remember. We blur. I can't remember. Um, we're blurring the lines, I Ming. I believe that was Ming and Mike. All right, Ming and Mike, uh, go listen to the Ming and Mike show with our friends Bill and I'm uh, uh, Dan. Sean. 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 All right. Uh, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. Actually, um, it was Bill and I'm sorry. I'm. I'm oh, you're blanking. good because I. I'm so bad. I'm you're so very bad. You, and and this is I'm really sad, weird so because bad. you are like you are our I'm, entrance listen, into. Listen, the con world. It's like I know, but all I, things I, dude, lead I am, and end. I don't even know where I am Chen. right now. You know? <laughs> if you haven't heard I'm, of this, you're anywhere near Atlantic City, even up in New York, basically they've uh, they bought out an old casino, 150,000 square feet. Wow! And for a summer long con that happens every weekend in Atlantic yeah. City, they're going to do uh, the show things. Yeah. It's it's genius. I think it is. This is one of those things where if I won the lottery and I, I had like an extra million, yeah, so million five to, do? to flush down the well, toilet. Why don't we go to a tourist destination and set up a thing where there's a con every weekend, every a different weekend. theme con, and it's like, manga, anime, 
cosplay, comics, hey, toys, any, yeah. anything. And the Jay and Silent Bob pop-up store as yes, well. Yes, the Jay and Silent Bob pop-up store. Can't make it up here? Well, get your goods at there at the Jay and Silent Bob pop-up well, store. It was Bill and Bob, wasn't it? I believe so. It yeah. was Bill and Bob. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I don't even know where I am right now. Okay, I'm so frazzled that like, I can't remember anything. But as such, uh, this is something that me and Mike endorse. This is something that me and Mike will be down at. Yeah, we will. I'll be down Actually, there when I can. Yeah, they uh, they asked me to do a drive-in movie, host a drive-in movie. Which is your dream, dude. Which is, oh my God. They literally... And I would love to just riff on... By yourself? No, well, you have a couple of people with okay. me. You know, I would hope that you would want to get in on that I can, action. I, I'll riff with you. I'm not very good at it, but yeah, I'll it's, do it. I, I could see Walt Flanagan doing this, but I... I don't don't think see would, Walt Flanagan doing this. Not for, I, at home, I could see us, him being yes. great at, at a, doing with, this with an audience. No, yes, yeah. um, but they literally came to us. They're like, "Hey, uh, you know, where you, you know, you guys are in Jersey. One, do you want to open up a pop up store here?" We're like, "Yeah, well, why not?" Two, do you what do you what else do you want to do? You can do anything you want. Mike, uh, they said we have an outdoor screening. There's wow. like a drive-in. Mike is, I'm it. in. Mike always, Mike, me and Mike are huge drive-in movie fans. Ming Chen is perhaps the biggest drive-in movie fan I know. I proposed to my wife on a drive-in theater you marquee. You sure did. For God's sakes. Two, well, what else do you want to do? And I get, we could reveal this too. I'm like, well, podcast studio? And they're like, yeah. So basically what we're having is a Ming and Mike podcast studio down there. If you want to come podcast with us. Come on down, podcast with us. We'll be there, and we'll—I mean—we'll announce the weekends that we'll be down there and when. Right. If you have a podcast, come on down, record some content for yeah. your own podcast. If you want to start a podcast, we'll help you start a podcast. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. And you get the—you want podcast with us? You've always wanted a podcast with Ming, Ming and Mike from Comic Book <laughs> no, Men. No, you haven't. You, you laugh. <laughs> you laugh, but it's there. There. Why not? There are people out there. It's uh, to some people, it's akin to podcasting with Joe Rogan or the Nerdist. Why are how are oh we man! Wow! Well, you... now, while we not may not be as big as them, how uh, you know why? Who says that they're any better than us? All right, a lot uh, of people. I, well, a lot of people. I, I, yeah, I would have to say there are you but, know, but, fan clubs. Uh, number one, they're lawyers. Uh, number two, uh, there are a lot of in people in our world in the comic and geek yes. world. We, you know, uh, I, are, but I think you you well overestimate our cachet. I do, but you but, know what? Now I think that that's that's um. But how fun! I'm here to be? keep you grounded. I want to podcast with you. Basically, okay. I don't care. Well, listen, I'm, I'm not. Ming wants to podcast with you. I want to, we want to podcast with you, and you. Can and yeah, do that I do the, too. The Ming and Mike podcast studio at the AC Fan Expo. Because uh, I think we've said this before. At its heart, a podcast is just. A bunch of people sitting around a table talking right. and having a great conversation. Expressing their passion. That's what it is. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Now, I guess we'll reveal this, although details, we haven't fleshed this out yet. No, we haven't. But We had it's... talked about doing a podcast where we do commentaries for classic 80 movies. The, a genius move. Uh, I think we called it, uh, what, Jack Acid Flashback? Yeah, Jack Acid Flashback. Yes. And we were going to do Karate Kid with Marco when he was still with yeah. us. And that's that's why we, we keep pushing it back and pushing it back because it, it is we, a little... We you know, we should to... start on... We should do something else. We should riff on something else a little bit um, and, and work our way up to, to Karate Kid because, you know, oh, yeah. it's still oh, a geez, fresh there are, wound. There are, so. there are a ton of movies. Lost Boys, oh, hell Top yeah. Gun... Anything. Well, we're thinking about taking <laughs> anything this. homo. You picked the two most homoerotic '80s movies. Yeah, 
to throw out there. Yeah, so we're thinking about taking this to the AC Fan Expo. That would be genius. Where we would set up a, a large screen. Yep. Uh, bring your friends. We'll come in and hang out with you too. You got some. And, uh, you got some riffs. You come up. You sit at the table with us, and yeah, uh, and we record a commentary, which you can then take. You can do whatever you want. With it. You probably yeah. want to post it online. Um, you want to roll roll it with your friends on the privacy of your own home. I don't know. You do whatever you want with it. Yeah. It, hey, once once it's but on that would, little square and, thing, it's and yours. And if you want it public, we will post it to a podcast feed where everybody can enjoy your commentary. Your commentary. Your favorite movie. Of we'll, your favorite we'll 80s whole movie. Library, well, a whole library of movies to pick from. So. Sure. I was saying I would love to do the, um, I would love to do uh, Better Off Dead. Yes. That would be a fantastic yes. movie to just do. Because it really doesn't need that much commentary. No. Savage Steve Holland, one of my favorite directors next to Kevin Smith. Yeah. You're, you're listening to Kevin? Yeah. Um, God, that's crazy you bring that up. I, I just saw Amanda Wiss uh, like five days ago. She's who, amazing. Who played Beth. Beth is... I'm, I was hoping that you wouldn't mind if I took out Beth. Yes. That would be <laughs> fantastic. And I just... It's... Just crazy. to have her there, Diane Franklin. Yeah. If they could get... Those two young ladies could. to just yeah. sit up there. How and, great would that be? You could you could do a commentary with the stars of the movie. Yes, let's do it with Monique. It's Christmas, yeah. French, Christmas. You can't touch her face, folks. Just remember that French fries. Yes, French bread. What what the hell is David Ogden Steers doing that he can't go down and do commentary? Nothing. I don't. There's no there's no mash reunion. I don't know, Mike, but um. She God, she's such a cool person. Always been very nice to us, and an icon in our in our an icon. She is an icon. She's an icon, not only to us, but a lot of moviegoers. Absolutely. Out there. Um, we're talking about Diane or Amanda. We're talking about Amanda. I've never Amanda. met Diane Franklin. I have not met her either, but she liked one of my tweets. Oh, okay. So I was well, Amanda's probably no, one of my favorite people in the world. She is. She is just the sweetest person. We met her at Colorado Springs, right? Uh, Colorado Walker Stalker Colorado. Was it Walker uh, Stalker Colorado? Okay, so there we go. Yeah, remember we took a picture. We were holding up two dollars. Yes. Yeah. I want my two dollars. Seen her several times since. Always remembers us. Nothing but love for Amanda. Wiss. She is a sweetheart. Yeah. You know what else I have love for, Mike? I have a love for cooking. <laughs> you I have, have a love, love for, for food. I have a love for making my own meals at home, and I have a love for today's for getting some. I have a love for getting some. I also have a love for today's ISO comic sponsor, Blue Apron, Mike. Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, not just chefs no. and not just amateur chefs, no. but everyone. All everyone. of you out there, yeah. every one of you, can can make amazing restaurant-worthy meals yes. at home. Gourmet quality meals. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a sustainable. All right, they support from sustainable food system. It's sustainable food system. Building community for home shirts. That, that, oh, that, that See, I throw you out. Oh, my God. You need my glasses, don't you? No, no, you no. I'm, not, I'm reading this, and I'm like, this is this like, this like kind of boring. No one cares about sustainable food right, system. You know what? This they is, partner up with, with local farms. It's, it's good food. Basically, you get a box. It's got all the ingredients. Uh, meat's on dry ice, so it's not rotten. And it's high quality, like... Yeah, essentially, it's it's farm more, to I, table. Yeah. Farm to your kitchen. Yeah, all measured out exactly. They come with recipe cards with pictures on them. You can't screw this up. And the really cool thing is, you get to keep those recipe cards. Yeah, so... 
So you can, if you love a meal, yeah. you can remake a meal. Right. But ideally, you just get blurry. Keep yeah, blurry, just do it. You don't, yeah. But this eliminates uh, you having to ever shop again. There is no guesswork. There is no guesswork. You just throw it in there. It's That's great. right. And, and even Brian Johnson cook. I think Brian Johnson has cooked these. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Walt Flanagan has given these to his his mom. Yeah, he would never eat this. No, but that's his mom not, has. That's nothing as Blue Apron. He does. He eats. He doesn't eat this. Stuff. He's he's a very he, he's a meat and potatoes guy. Right, which a meat they and have pizza guy. Yeah, Blue Apron, but it's like uh, you know, it's a little grass, fancier than he's used to. sirloin with uh, purple potatoes. It's not like you know. He no, just wants it's the, it's not. He uh, wants plain. He wants plain. He stuff. wants. Uh, I don't. Though. I want the good stuff. Right. You want the good stuff. We want the good stuff. Get the so do you, folks. You want the good stuff. So, and to be honest with you, I have done this. I've done this on Periscope. Um, yeah, Mike cooked the thing. He's shown you how easy. It, it, I've shown you how it, easy it is. I will continue if we can get more codes. I can show you how easy. <laughs> <laughs> if I can get more free stuff, you don't need codes, man. This is the only code you need. All right, everybody, go to slash comics Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free. Three meals, folks, with free shipping. Right, and not only that, but uh, when if you subscribe to this, yes, guess what? It's less than ten bucks a meal. It is cheap. So it's See, why uh, are you, you stuck your face with the uh, hormones and yeah? Why are you going to corn syrup? Why are you going to McDonald's and, and, and supersizing your meals? Oh you can God. sit. He, you can sit in the comfort of your own home. Yes. And Ming, this is the Ming Chen guarantee. Yeah. If you're you're out on the you're out on the dating circuit. Yeah, you're out on the prowl. You're out on the prowl. I, yeah, I didn't want to say the prowl, but you're out on the dating circuit. And uh, you say, hey, you know what? I'm I'm amping my game up. Yeah. And you know you're you're on your second, third date. Yeah. Was, yeah was, Invite her over for a Blue Apron or, cooked meal. Or him. Or him. Or him. Hey, I'm I'm not being sexist. Or him. You you uh you're cooking the meal. Maybe you help each other out. You both do it. Yeah, you both do it. It's a lot you, of fun. And then you both do it. And then uh, that's you know, the Ming Chen guarantee. That's a Ming Chen guarantee <laughs> right now. If you get Blue Apron, I wonder what Brian has to say about the Ming Chen guarantee. I guarantee you will get some. Okay, Ming Chen guarantees you get some. That's my lock of the week. Is, that's a pretty big lock, <laughs> Ming. Yeah. So get okay, good. That's to, a big blue, shoe. BlueApron.com slash comics. Blue and they have, uh, you can choose your own meals. That's the nice thing about yeah, this. You don't like fish? Fine. Don't, t- don't get out, fish. Kick out the fish. Do Hate sh- peas? Get uh, peas out of there. No, or don't even put them in. You don't, you do whatever yeah. you want. Um, that's BlueApron.com slash comics. Yes. Blue- not I sell comics, no. not sell comics, no. just comics. Yes. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. A much better way. A much better way to cook. Um. So since the last time we were here, big, yeah, incredibly, lots of huge incredibly news. huge news. Number one, we're coming back. Yeah, season seven of Comic, Comic Book, Book Man. Men has been picked up for season seven. The miracle of miracles, we have been picked up. If you missed Kevin's announcement, he announced it. Uh, I think two weeks ago, right? Two weeks ago, yep. Almost exactly two weeks ago that we were coming back. How do you feel, Mike? Your opinion? Oh my, Comic we're Men back just hitting our stride. Seven buddy. season. I I agree. I agree. I I think um. I think everything we've done has I don't want to say it's built up to this but we're we're in a place right now where I think we're doing some of our our best I don't want to call it work but we're putting on some of our best shows I believe. You saw last season I think uh, a lot of people love it, loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I get They loved of, it because you started fighting back and I started taking that's that's part of it and I started I taking some of the brunts of the jokes. Actually, I you know 
You got off some zingers at my expense, which um, I can guarantee oh, won't happen this year. Oh yeah, no more zingers. <laughs> no, they'll they'll that's be your, zingers. But your guarantee. This I'm is your guarantee. Back. That's that's the Mike guarantee. That's the Mike take guarantee. Okay, I listen. If if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Listen, there's no script, as we've mentioned many times before. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, if, this is we're if, we're if working Mike, without a net, folks, Mike or anybody else for that matter. Opens a door, I'm gonna run right through it. Um, unfortunately, my door is always open, so people are always running through my door, and that's okay because we get a show, we got a, we got a show out of it. That's true. Uh, but I, I got a lot of po- very positive reactions about last season's shows. Ralph Macchio was a highlight. The bat, for whatever reason, people really liked the Bat Boat episode. Bat Boat was because awesome. I fucked up, and I guess people like it when I fuck up. So people love it when you fuck up. Yeah, and you know what? Keep fucking up. We're good. Lindsay Wagner also a highlight. I mean, there are many highlights from last season. And I I I love it when you come up to me and Mike at at cons or you come in the store. We meet in real life, and you tell us that you love and watch the show. That really that and that's yeah, pretty awesome. Actually, that is one of the main reasons why I do cons. Yeah. Is uh, and I'm gonna throw this out there. Okay, I, and it because um, my wife was like, "You're not doing any cons over the next couple of months. What's right. going on?" Yeah, I said, "You know what? We're we're not." I hate you. That's not true. Uh, I do it because. You know, we didn't know if we were coming back. Right. There's always that, um, you know, you never know. are we coming back? Are we not coming back? Yeah. And I think of us as sort of ambassadors of comic book men. Well, sort of. We are. There's That's no pretty much of. what it is. And you know what? If we're not coming back. Who else is going to do it? Who else is going to be an ambassador? Not Brian Johnson. That's not for Walt sure. Not Flanagan. But, so but that. Kevin, Kevin Smith. Kevin, definitely. definitely. Sure. So we're, uh, we're coming back. I'll be doing more cons and oh, just, good. you know. Pressing the flesh and, okay. and telling people get out there, you know, illegally download us. We did Scotland, yeah, Scotland. We had a packed house. We did, but our show's not even on our there. show is not even legally on. So why were people there? The BBC people were there because number one, yeah. uh, they love tell them Steve, Dave, yes. I sell comics, and the Ming and Mike show. Yes, thank you, thank you very much. We love hearing that as yes. well. Um, and because people do, they they want to watch it, so they um, they resort to means. Both fair and foul to sure. download. Many, many ways to watch this There are many ways to watch this show. If you don't have, say, cable. And I'm not saying that, or, or if, if you don't have a country that has us on. Right. So <laughs> Even if we're totally inaccessible. <laughs> exactly. There's nothing, no, everything can be found. Uh, exactly. I mean, hell, you found uh, a show called The Last Precinct, for God's sake. I did, yes. Yes, and uh, that, that was supposed to be buried. Right. So, uh, yeah, and we had... Over 200 people in our auditorium sitting there listening to us because they they wanted watched. to be there. They wanted to, <laughs> they yes. wanted to be there. There was, uh, we all know Scotland has very strict gun law, so nobody put a gun to their head. No, not at all. So beautiful. Not at so, all. So that's that being said, that's one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why I go to cons is, yeah. you know, just to get the word out I, that comic book men is a fine quality family yeah, show that we are the guys that you see on the yeah. show and one of the really cool things that i hear almost every con we go to and even people who come in here is that they you know they there's a generational thing that they sit down with their you know their father yeah. or their son or their family their, Some people their get entire together, family yeah like oh my god like you know we sit together and hang out with their uh yeah, we watch your show, and it we bond over your show. So I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And the one thing this is, this is the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, is that there's a um, a group of soldiers who um, go to a P, um, 
post-traumatic stress disorder support group. Yes. And afterwards, they sit around and they watch comic book. No panels. way. Swear to God. Really? They just hand, they pull it hand over? Hand to God. I, so we're... Wow. All right. Well, that's so, and they that, they that's, bond over that and they talk cool. about the comics that they had and the toys they had. That's and really it's, cool. It's 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 relieving to them, and I find that to be so amazing. Yeah. It is to me. It's not even something that we could have ever thought of. No. That no. this this is doing this for people. I'm yeah. Like, this is amazing. This is great. Yeah. And I I met a young friend this past weekend. Little little redheaded kid. Probably couldn't have been over seven. His name and was Ron Weasley. His name was not Ron Weasley, but his parents brought him up, and he's like, hey, he really wanted to meet you. And I'm like, hey, you know, how you doing, buddy? How's it going? Thanks for watching the show. And he, he was like, uh, I, you know, where, where's the show? I didn't see you last week. I was like, we're, we're done with the season, buddy. Uh, that, that, that was the last show of the season. And uh, he looked visibly, he was like, oh. He was like, stricken. He was visibly disappointed. But I was like, hey, but we're coming back in October. And he was, he was, very, it was, he was very happy, so... I think um So there's there's a there's a light at the end of his little tunnel. Yeah, but that's cool, man. I I remember when I was a kid I was watching shows like the A Team and Knight Rider <laughs> and, and when, he went to meet Mr. T, but he wasn't there. Uh, yeah. But upon you know, when I would see the season finale, that's when I would I knew I know that disappointment, Mike. Yes. <laughs> when I saw the last show when Kit was in a cliffhanger fighting Goliath and he didn't know if he was gonna survive or not, and then until the next season, I was like, Well what the hell? Like I go wait till October to see what happens, and to think that now again my sense of scale is off. But to think that to this kid were as important as Knight Rider was to me in the eighties. Wow, how, yes, that's, that's insane. That's crazy, right? That's that's so, crazy. Who would you be? Would you be Desmond? Uh, is that was his? That's what his name was, Desmond. I uh, the William. What's his name? Uh, William. I can't. The old no, dude. no, that was Kit. Yeah, that was uh, Edward. Um, was it Desmond? I can't, it was. It was he, the ghost of Mrs. Muir. You know, I only dude. cared about Kit and Michael Knight. I didn't care about, and right. I cared about Bonnie too. Let's be honest. Oh, uh, yeah, of course you did. I didn't care about the old dude. What's his name? I can't remember his name. Somebody, somebody hit me up on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Mingchen37. Yeah, you can watch us. You can watch How us. How weird right is now. that? There are people watching us. Uh, hello, people out there watching us. I, I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I thought he saw, he was visibly disappointed when he heard that the season was over. So that was cool. So thank you, everybody. Basically, thank you for everybody who has watched us. You, the only reason we're back is because you watch. Yes, that's true. If you don't watch, there's no show. If you don't watch, they cancel it. So. Yeah, don't, thank you. don't have them cancel Thank us. you so much for watching. We love doing it, obviously. We want to do this for... You think? I want to do forever? This for, you said forever. I said forever. I'll give uh, 10 years. Like, let's not get greedy. I'll do it for another 10 years. Season 17 of Comic Book Ben. Why not? Why not? So I want to keep doing it. I know you want to keep doing it. I know Brian wants to keep doing it. And despite what he says, I think Walt enjoys doing it as well. So Uh-oh. So thank you. We start shooting this summer. We will be back in October when Walking Dead returns. But again, thank you very much for watching us. Um, I wonder your opinion, Mike. Uh, also re- released two weeks ago was Guardians of the Galaxy Two. I want. I just wanted your quick opinion. I um, liked it. I liked it. I thought. Did it was, you like it? Did, did you like it or love it? I loved it. I uh, I liked it very much. Uh, I think that they went. It was. You know what? I, I don't want to be like. Are you taking the wall flying and Rose? I, I was like, whoa, did you like the movie? He's like, yeah, I liked it, but man, it's the sap. Yes, it was heavy handed. So dripping with sap. I'm that, like, all right, listen, man, this is, the, this is what 
all this is what the DC movies are missing is heart and fun. That's true. Um, and these are two things that Walt Flanagan lacks. So, oh man, so, you know what? I, oh man, it's not true. He likes he's, having he's fun. If you want, let's tell around. him, Steve Dave. He has fun making fun of me and get him. Heart. Uh, he has heart, but it, in his own in his own things in his <laughs> own way. Uh, I thought that it was. There are a couple things in there like Mantis. They they should have fleshed out her character just you wanted a little more bit mantis more. uh like yeah in the comics she's very important in the comics correct? she's she's the celestial madonna in right. the comics so yes very much so she saved the guardians on multiple occasions uh had some key storylines correct she has in yes and okay. uh, especially in the uh dan abnett and uh lansing andy lansing yeah dan abnett yeah Abnett and Lansing. Uh, All right, this uh, will be spoiler free. If you've yeah, not there. seen it, if yet. you haven't seen it, get out there and see it. You better, but, yeah. um, you know, in that, a lot of people are like, well, why did he keep Mantis around? Oh, ego. And, yeah. Why not? Kurt Russell. Uh, well, why, why not? Do, because why, why he to sleep first. First of all. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, that's what beer is for. Uh, as get him, uh, get him. Steve Dave has well, taught you us. Can't drink yourself to blackout every night, uh, despite well, some has, of us so. trying, but. And uh, I think she was a good. She was kind of a yes man. She you know was. She was. Or yes woman. Or yes, yes woman. being. Yeah. And she she turned on him. Uh, I'm not gonna a little not little turned, bit of She spoiler. just woke up. She grew up. She she was woke. She grew up. Wow. She grew up. Uh, what did you think of the, the? I thought the performances were great. I thought the, the the effects were great. Right. I right from the beginning I was in. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just I mean, them going up, up against this and squid thing. It yeah, was great. And you know, Starlord. Being star, everybody was back. I felt like the whole gang was back. Right, and it was. It, I thought. I. I had. I thought it was great. Uh, Kurt Russell. Somebody was like, "Hey, don't spoil it for me." But do you see? Is Kurt Russell just the living planet, or do you see him in human form? And you know, I told. I don't. I, I don't want to spoil it, but I told him. I saw him. I thought Kurt Russell was great. I thought. Uh, and then, if you don't like any of that, are you gonna just throw in a seventies, eighties tune and bam? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the final. That's the thing that that's the final thing. It's like if we don't got you with this, uh, here here's uh here's, here's brandy. Yeah, enjoy brandy. Yeah, exactly. So. so did you get did you buy the awesome mix too? I did not. Yeah. Oh, you, you did. I have I have most the of those. Awesome mix two is for you, dude. I know. I that have mo- right I have most of those on my iPod. Oh, you have them. Already. I have them on my. You already uh, had them. iPod. You're like, yeah. dude, they stole my awesome mix. Yeah, I know. Seriously, you already had it. Almost to the. Almost to the song, for God's sakes, except for the uh, Kurt Russell mix. Yeah, no, Four Color Pages says that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 had some great Easter eggs in it. Some some pretty deep comic book ones. Yes. I would say, especially, uh, the, there were, how many cutscenes? Like five? There's the I haven't three. seen any of the uh, cutscenes, but the I three, saw... Not the cutscenes, the three after credit scenes. Yes, the three after, very, uh, very, very deep. Um, very I'm not going to... There, there's a reason why those people are gold. You know what? We we can reveal one of them because if like if you haven't seen it, you're not a comic book fan. So, but the re- revelation Adam Warlock, yes, Adam. Warlock. Did you ever think that no, in mainstream, not even a little bit culture, that the name Adam Warlock would even be uttered? Nope. Yeah. No, no. I thought he was uh, too complex of a character. Wasn't there? I thought I read somewhere. I was like, oh, that no, we're never going to do Adam Warlock. It's too. And he was also part of the Fantastic Four universe, which is kind of. But then again. So is Black Panther. Yeah. Black Panther was introduced in the Fantastic Four, and he moved over to the Avengers. Yeah, thank God, because yeah. I mean, I mean Marvel has the rights. So. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I had assumed that Adam Warlock was, fell under that oh, purview. Off limit? Well, I guess not. And I guess not. I guess he's back. That's... And we saw one of those cocoons in Guardians 1. 
in the collectors. Ah, we saw a lot of things in yeah. the collectors. You got you got to squint and look real hard. And, of course, and freeze frame. Yeah, but there's some good collectors. Got some good stuff. Yes, <laughs> he had some greats. Yeah, but all this to say that the Marvel movie universe is expanding, like to infinite proportions. Ex- yeah, exponentially. And um, I don't know if you got the trailer for the Inhumans. The Inhumans are coming. I did not. In my, look? my movie theater, the Inhumans were coming How'd in IMAX. They're, yeah. They look good. So they're going to show an IMAX first, and then it moves to TV. Yeah. Looks good? Looks great. All right. Do I you... mean, they've got the... the... Which, do you Black they... Bolt will not be wearing that face mask. Oh. So, yeah, I know. that's Come on. That, that antenna is so cool. I don't... Black Bolt's Black Bolt. I, is there some pretty boy playing him, and he has to show his face? Yeah, and of shit? course. Seriously? All right. I, I don't even know which humans are being represented in this. Uh, um, Medusa, oh, Gordon. Yeah, did, yeah. How's the hair? The hair look good? Yeah. That, okay, that's they, cool. You didn't see it like moving around, but I mean, oh. she's got this big big head of red hair. They didn't hair. do a lot of action scenes. I just, okay. you know, it just a popped up on. Yeah. All right. And I don't think that's out till this fall, so he's got time no. to work on it. All right. Well, that's cool. So you didn't like as as well as, as much as the first Guardians. Uh, I liked it. Close, uh, though. I, the the first Guardians, it's hard to top, you know what I mean? And yeah, they went oh, for a lot of, they tried to tug on heart scenes, sure. uh, heart, heart scenes, on uh, heartstrings, and oh, they so did. It wasn't too sappy where you were like, oh, come on! I wasn't screaming that, oh, but it inside was like, wow. where you were like, oh, come on! Oh, come on! What's wrong with you? No, no, I was like, oh, God, ooh. Really? Yeah. There were some parts too that I was like, I did. oof. I, I love it. The exact, like I said, you know, I'm a big heart guy. So they, to me, like I'm like, this is what's exactly missing from the the DC movies. Yeah, there was one one line. It got me. I didn't, I didn't cry. I I felt sad. There, it, it's a it, you know, there there is there are some stuff. There are ups and downs, sure. but there was one line that made the movie for me. Okay, that made the movie. Was it uttered by Michael Rooker? It was uttered by okay, Michael good. Rooker. Okay, yeah. And everybody knows it. Everybody, anybody who's on Facebook or Twitter knows. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yes. Yeah, that's... Uh, that yeah. was great. He stole the show, by the way. He did. Him, and uh, I love seeing extended roles from him, extended roles from Sean Gunn, expanded roles from pretty much everybody, so... Yeah, Sean Gunn was great. He was. So, all right, that's our opinion on yes. that. That leads us into another Alien movie this weekend. Oh. A- Alien Covenant. Yes. Do you have any interest in seeing this? Oh, yeah. I didn't really know much about it. Uh, if you mentioned Aliens, I want to see Hicks and Ripley... <laughs> And and even Newt back, and I heard you know I I had been hearing that they were gonna go back and maybe do that and kind of wipe away three right. And until they do that, like I'm not gonna get super excited about right. it. But on the other hand, Aliens on screen, dude, directed by really Ridley Scott. Yeah. Now I um I did not see Prometheus. I don't know if you. Saw I did it. not either. Even just, even though it had Charlie Theron in it, yeah. I refused to see it. Yeah. I'm I'm just like no Prometheus. But, it's no. And you know I'm a pretty big Aliens fan. But Alien, Alien and Aliens, beyond that, pretty lukewarm. Yeah, everything else kind of sucked because you had, I mean, even the one, the Winona Ryder, that was Alien 4. Four, yeah. Um, Better, but not, I just, I'm not, nothing about that. I was like, yeah, we'll watch that again. I didn't have, when I saw Aliens, I was like, holy shit. Now, I want to ask one question. This is something that uh, perturbs me no end. And that's uh, dangling plot lines, dangling stuff out there. That can be explained so, in maybe. So the TV show Lost, you're not a fan of because there are things they 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 do not tie up. No, well, it's not even so much tying up; yeah, it's right. just explaining stuff. Right. Perfect example is Star Trek. Okay. The reboot Star Trek sure. the J.J. Abrams. Sure. Um, they re- reboot the entire Star Trek franchise, which is awesome. Yeah, it was sure. really really well done. 
one thing that was horrible to me okay. was there's a gap. There's a 20-some-odd-year gap between when Nero gets into – and spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen Star All Trek, right. but to hell with you because it's okay. been seven, eight years. Yes. Um, Nero comes in and they destroy the um, uh, Kirk's – his father ship, the, yes. the George Kirk ship. Yes. It was the – not the Defiant, but it was the um, – might have been the defiant. I don't. I forget which one it was. Yeah. But um, yeah. they destroy his ship. You, he he was captain for seven seconds. He was, ca- he was captain was for seven? eighteen minutes. Eighteen minutes. Okay. And uh, he saved five hundred lives, including yours right. and your mother's. So he goes and he he doesn't destroy the cling uh, the um, Romulan spaceship, right? But he puts it out of commission for a while. And they never explain what happened. <laughs> yeah. They don't. Yeah. Then he just pops back in. Yes. He's like, oh, cool. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm back. What happened to him? There there was a deleted scene where they were on a Klingon um they were in a Klingon prison camp. Right. And they were waiting. Oh, that's that's where he was the whole time. Yeah, he was that's where he and his crew were. Okay. And they, they were just like, <laughs> screw this noise. And they don't explain it well. Okay. They, they so, should have a marooned on a planet. That would oh, they did that already. Yeah, oh, right. Oops. Okay. <laughs> oh, and they did that in Star Trek in in the reboot yeah. too. So all you have to do is have two minutes of exposition. That's it. Two minutes. Yeah. And they didn't. Do we're it. good. Okay. But they didn't do it, and that to me just drives me I, nuts. Well, you obviously care. Do you think anybody else does? You know, you're a pretty yeah. hardcore fan. Uh, are you kidding? Okay. It's not even I, being a hardcore I, fan. It's just internal just story, logic of the movie. I hear you. You need to do that. You need to have why why 20 years? Why 20 right. some odd years in between these guys? It's like 25 years because, yeah. you know, uh, Kirk is finally graduating from Starfleet. Right. So why would you have this? Why wouldn't you have it? Right. And I, I, I've never understood why you don't just take the time. To do that. And if it's something that gets cut, make it into a smaller thing. And sure. they, they tried to explain it away, but they didn't. They didn't do a good job of it. All right, so Mike's still mad like after I'm the angry. first Star no, no, Trek it, well, like, for I, like 10 years ago. Just don't understand. I'm not mad. I just don't understand why you wouldn't okay. take the time to do that. Because it's, you know, in this day and age, storytelling is, is much more important. Sure. So. Well, it, it's season seven. Uh, we may have audience with J.J. Abrams. You can ask him. That it's would like, be dude, awesome. What the hell, man? I think he I want to see that. I, I like, dude, think he hell? did it because of time constraints. Sure. And they they're like, well, you know, and it's the fucking suits. Sure. So, ladies and gentlemen, blame the suits. Blame the whenever, suits. Don't whenever blame possible, blame the suits. Blame the suits. All right. Uh, lastly, before we get to new comics, uh, the search for a Flash director continues, Mike. I heard. Oh my God! Now we're hearing Robert Zemeckis is in the running. It's a front runner, but we heard that also Sam Raimi has turned it down, and Mark Webb has turned it down. Uh, each of them directed each Spider-Man, as the original, not the original, but the two thousands Spider-Man franchise, as well as the Amazing Spider-Man franchise. So uh, this after two people started and dropped out. Uh, Rick Fumio. Famuyua. Destroy that name. And Seth Graham Smith, uh, who directed Lego Batman movie. Okay. Both of them were signed on and then dropped out due to creative differences. Uh, so there's still no director for the Flash movie, although they're going full steam ahead. Justice League, full steam ahead. What, um, what's going on, Mike? Uh, I, I, I think they're having a hard time. They are. They're having a real hard time with this. So 
Does this um, have anything to do with the success of the TV show? It was like, well, <laughs> TV show's going great already. How can we? Are how can you to compete? Top it? Yeah, yeah C- I, compete. Oh yeah, how do you even compete with the you TV can't. show? You can't. Do you know? Do they even? Need, well, I guess they do. They do need to do. Do they need to do a movie? You show uh, him in the Justice League. Bam. He's. In. I. I do told they need you, to do a standalone movie? I've said this before. I'll say it again. They're. TV reaches more people on a more consistent basis sure. than movies because people go, hey, let's go to the movies. People sit down and they watch TV right. every day. So if you binge got, watch it. So. Exactly. You got the green, you've got Green Arrow and you've mm-hmm. got The Flash sure. already set. Right. I'm not really happy that they made Green Arrow a murderer, but hey, whatever. Especially, you know, given a bunch of stuff that happened back in the comics. And in the, he's the mellowed 70s. out a little bit, but I hear you. Yes. He has he, mellowed out a right. little bit. But, uh, do you need to? No. Any more than you need to do an origin story for every single superhero right. movie, right. which they continue to do. Yes. Uh, I, I love the fact that in Cap Civil War, they didn't give an origin for Spider-Man. Yeah. You don't, you don't need, need it. it. We know where you came from. Yeah, exactly. Like 18, we've seen it 18 times. There are three people in the um, the DC universe. Actually, there are three people in any universe that don't need an origin story. Spider-Man, Superman, and Batman. Right. Everybody knows it. Even even my grandmother knew Superman's origin. Yeah. I mean, my grandmother, who's been dead for a bunch of years. Well, we have over 75 years of history. Yeah. I think we're, I think we're good at that. I think point. we're well-versed. Yeah. I think that every, every person in America knows it. It's the ultimate immigrant story. Oh, so, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, retire it. Retire that. Retire the Batman yeah. story. Well, that being said, I just this just hit me. Do we even need a Flash movie? No, we with don't. Everything that is out there already with the amazing, amazing Greg Berlanti TV show on the yeah, CW. and Greg uh, Grant Gustin as the Flash. And how do you replace Grant Gustin as the you, Flash? You don't. He's he's amazing. You can't. Right. Um. So yeah, it's really. But it, I think DC needs a Flash movie. I guess. So. I. But yeah. you know, do is this necessary? Is it necessary? No. Uh, I mean. Hey, is uh, a, a Justice League movie necessary? Well, no, not, but if they're going to compete with Marvel, absolutely. Sure. But you have to have well-fleshed-out characters. Why yeah. not take them from the TV show, which would be unprecedented? Yeah. They have never done something like this. Take and transplant onto the big screen. They did a Batman and Robin movie. They did the Batman sure. movie back in, like, 66, oh, You don't count that? <laughs> you don't count uh, that not one? really. Uh, right. Well, yeah, you can. Why not? But it's unprecedented to take... Uh, multiple characters from from uh, different You're talking TV superhero. shows. Talking superhero, talking okay. you know different um, different superheroes. Take okay. Green Lantern, give him his own TV show. Right. They've they've got Black Lightning coming. Yeah, they do. They've got a Black Lightning TV show coming. Yeah. Why not transplant him into? He's, he was a Justice League member. Yeah, you know he's actually one of the. I think there are one two. There are like five people who turned down Justice League membership, and Black Lightning was one of them. Right. Take him, put him into the. If you've got a a, a TV universe, right? Put it up on the big screen. Yeah, I like Take it. Take him, transplant him. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure they'll find a director and move on. Hopefully, the movie's good. But I just, yeah. I'm, Do you think it's gonna be? I mean, with all this internal strife and all I, this, I, I'd like to, I'd like to remain positive as I usually am. And you, say, yeah, it's and you're, be awesome. you are sorely disappointed. So I, many I think times. it does. You know, say the. The movie comes out in two years, right? And we watch it, and you know the thing you're going to be watching it, going either, uh, "Wow, this is just as good as the TV show," or "This is or 
They should have done the TV but show. But we're going to watch it. We're like, oh, this is not as good as the TV show. Yeah. It's, and that, they just that's, dropped like $200 million on this. You deal. have got like this huge hurdle to, to jump over. Yeah. And why not? Why? You're, you're hobbling yourself. Yeah. You're crippling your own uh, bankability. Yeah. This, Bring this, Grant yeah. Gustin to the big screen. Yeah. This is, this is, this is tough because, uh, you know, the, yeah, the, the Marvel stuff uh, they established in the movie world already. There's, they don't, they're not competing with themselves. No. On TV, really. And they're not even competing with, they're not even competing with DC. They're like, yeah. we're so far ahead. We I can know, coast. Yeah. I know. Isn't that crazy? Like, you guys are like the Z team. Yeah. Oh, my God. What's going on? And you're talking about the, the big seven. Yeah. You're talking about, and even everyone knows who Aquaman is. Sure. Even if you know him as a joke. Right. You know who Aquaman is. Right. You're like, oh, it's the the guy who talks to fish. Yeah, everyone knows who. But that then is. you see the movies, like, whoa, he's doing more than talking to yeah, fish. Yeah, of course, that's it. the goal. Yeah, but, but take it, take a look back three years. No one knew who the Guardians were. Right, Guardians they, of the Galaxy. Yeah, and everyone nobody. loves them. Exactly, Doctor them. Strange. No one knew who Doctor yeah, Strange loves was. Him too. Not even a little bit. Yeah, you know, uh, Black Panther. No one knew who Black Panther was. No, oh, everyone's going to know. Everyone's going to know knows now. But everyone gonna, knows now. Yeah, when they're going to know even more. Oh, they're going to be like, "This is awesome!" Why did they wait four years to, yeah. to make a Black Panther movie? And they're going to have no excuse for that. Good on you, T'Challa. Yeah, good on you. So I think that they're, that DC is missing a huge opportunity here. I I can't even say that um, you know Jeff Johns is. He's probably going. We we should have done the TV show. Yeah. We should have directly correlated right. the TV show into the. But they're it, that's when the suits get involved. When there are lawyers and you know, oh, we've we've got the rights, but not the the movie rights. Yeah, yeah. and it's like so uh, stupid. Real quick, I hate to keep pushing this back, but um, does anyone know there's a Wonder Woman movie coming out? Have you seen any ads for this? Uh, I've. Have you do you, it's in two weeks, and I, I, uh, I I'm aware that it's that there is a Wonder Woman movie, but this should be their biggest. Blockbuster. The this is, should be. Yeah, I just it's all it, DC all it, the time. Do you find it odd that there's not more marketing and there's not more you know uh, Wonder Woman on the side of a bus? Right. Do you I haven't even it, seen a TV spot. Yeah. Do you maybe even a wary? If not, no. I think it's going to be good. Okay. I mean, I saw uh, a couple of the trailers and it looks phenomenal. Trailers are great. Visuals are great. Story. Yeah. We need yeah. story matters. Story does matter, and again, here's here's a perfect opportunity to. Um, she is one of the big three. She is the tr- the trinity of the DC universe: right. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Right. You know they're the they're the three um, parts of the triangle yep. that make up the the DC sure. universe. And yeah, you should be having a big blitz campaign. It's like, oh, this is it. This is this is the place to go. You want your Wonder Woman right here? Yeah, I just I thought we'd be blitzed with this. Uh, you know, much like Batman was in nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, where's the Wonder Woman Taco Bell? Spot? Exactly. Where's, where's, no, I don't. I, I don't. Where's want where's the Wonder Woman um, Burger King meal? You yeah. know, I I don't know. <laughs> just I guess that's that's. That is our gauge. Or it's maybe like, they're like, we the don't need tie-ins? it. We're, 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 like, the movie's so good, we don't need this bullshit. Uh, I hope so. I think that'd be cool, yeah. Because I, 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 I had to look up the release date, even. Uh, I knew January it was 3rd? In, June 3rd, yeah. June 3rd? June. January. January. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, talk about pushing us back. All right. Uh, back to The Flash. We're talking about new books. Yes. Flash 22 is my pick of the week here. Uh, mine, too, Part four enough. of The Button. If you love The Flash, if you love The Time Stream... If you love Jay Garrick, if you love Flash, if you love Reverse the Flash, man. if you love Batman, Batman's in this. A fitting end to this story arc, which has 
Barry and Batman trapped in the time stream, chasing after the reverse flash. Uh, they know what he's running to, and they're trying to stop him. Yes, he's running and, to his own death. Yes. Do you have you ever have you ever maybe talked to a friend or ran after a friend or something? And you know that they're going to run into something bad, and you try to warn them. And not only are they not listening to you, but they're being an asshole back to you. Yeah. That's what's happening here. And I, yeah, I but no. Love he, it. And let's put it this way. He's not even a friend. No, he's not even a friend. He's an no. enemy. But and we've done that to people. Um, even we, people we, we don't like, we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, yeah, don't, quit, don't do that. Don't, yeah, don't do that. That's, you're going to... This is not going to end well. No, will not end well. And, and they're like, F you, you suck. Like, I'm, and I'm going to kill your family. Yeah. And then I'm going to come back and... And uh, I'm gonna adopt you. I'm gonna You're adopt gonna be you. my like, kid. All this weird, yeah, like the most evil, heinous yeah. of scenarios. And at that point, if it's me, I'm like, all right, see you later. Yeah. Right? But, but Barry, not, Barry, this being is the, what this is why Barry Allen. And he's a consummate like, hero, and and Batman to some extent. Yes, are but awesome. even Batman's like, wow, this guy's a douche. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, I we I mean we know Reverse Flash dies. The way depicted in here, though is you don't see who kills him, but you see this weird nebulous blue light. Blue. Yes, blue. Blue. Yep. So we don't... Oh, they're not being subtle about okay, this. Okay, you don't... Okay, so... Oh, they're... And, and folks, if you haven't been following... And why the hell are you listening to ISL Comics? Yeah. Uh, a comics podcast. If, you know, you're not following right. any of the DC... The big DC news, especially... Yes. It's it's called um, the Doomsday Clock. It's the Doomsday Clock, written by our friend Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns, we love Jeff Johns, our friend of the family, and we know who it is. The Doomsday Clock has to do with um, the Watchmen characters, yes, with especially Doctor Manhattan. Oh yeah, and it's promising a showdown, especially the epilogue, promising a showdown between Doctor Manhattan and uh, a certain uh, Big Blue, yeah. another Big Blue, another Big Blue. Uh, I'm not talking about his dong. I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> oh, he's he's a, he's fighting himself. Yes, he's hitting himself no, in the crotch. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> he's fighting his, his. He's fighting his. Really, he's fighting his. No, he's not fighting himself. Ow. He's fighting someone else. Ouch. It's, yeah. It's downstairs. Ow. Ouch. All right. I'm like he's fighting his own penis. That would be, no. That's, oh wow. That's awesome. Uh, that would be an, uh, that's you, awesome. Yeah. I don't know. How cop- Actually, we sell a lot of copies of probably. Those, I think. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, pretty, pretty intense ending, and so all this action going on has to be depicted, uh, uh justly. And uh, artist Neil Gouge does an amazing job, in my opinion. Okay, definitely pick this one up. Yeah, this is actually really, really cool because um, it's. Are you talking about the Doomsday Clock? Uh, the artist? No, I'm talking about this issue. Was amazing. I'm waiting for the Doomsday Clock, which comes this out this Howard fall. Howard Porter, Rick, Howard oh. Porter did the art. Oh, I'm sorry, Howard, Joshua Howard Williams did the script. Yes, which you're is, right. Wait, where did yeah. I get these? Uh, all right, never mind. Yeah, stop doing that. Neil Gooch. <laughs> Who no the hell is Neil, Neil Gooch then? All right, never mind. Howard Porter did the art. My bad. My bad. My bad. Howard, get out of here, Rob. Um, get out of here. Amazing issue. Pick this, this was one fantastic. Up. Yeah, this. Uh, you, this um, we'll grab the other three parts that are available. Uh, we yeah. probably we probably have some of them here. We don't have a ton of back issues. Yes, actually, we're probably sold out. But yeah, they're uh, they're like blowing off the shelves. Yeah, so pick that one up. Uh, if Secret Empire number number two, number two, right there. Secret Empire number two. I'm a little um, behind on this, so uh, fill me in. Mike. All right, Secret Empire. Cap, Cap is Hydra. Cap is Hydra, and Hydra takes over the world. And um, 
technically they take over the United States. Okay. And uh, AKA they, the world. AKA the world. And they divvy it up. Uh, so he's got a council like Madame Hydra, uh, Gorgon, a whole bunch of other like nefarious people. Yeah. And um, so Cap is. There's a, an underground, underground resistance. They put the uh, dark force field over uh, the dark force force field over Manhattan. Yes. So um, it's surrounded by demons coming through and, and actually eating people. So um, you've got uh, cloak and dagger. Dagger is trying to keep the um, the monsters at bay. Yes. And so they're all divided, and the resistance is based in Nevada. There's, okay, there's a resistance. There's a resistance. Well, it's kind of like, by... um, what was the resistance called in, uh, like, um, uh, Man in the High Castle? There's like the, uh, the, there's like the neutral zone. Let's put it, it's, it's like the like humans that. in, uh, Terminator. Okay. So you, you've got, oh, the, cool. All right. Yeah. Nice. Okay. That's a great analogy. So these guys are, and it's Hawkeye and the Black Widow are the, the heads of it. That's and badass. That is badass. And there's a whole bunch of, uh, here, there's, they, they give you the scorecard right in the beginning. Right. Uh, the underground is Black Widow, Hawkeye, Tony Stark as um, an uh, an AI. This is cool, man. This is like uh, this is like Red Dawn, but with a like, superhero. Yeah, it is Red Dawn with superheroes. And but <laughs> well, there's your selling got, point right now. Exactly in New York, it's Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, all the yeah. the ground level heroes, right. the defenders, and uh, even Claire Temple's getting involved. And um, there's another player in New York, the Wilson Fisk, the yeah. Kingpin. So you've got all these guys, and they finally suss out what happened, that the Cosmic Cube has turned Cap evil. So Steve Rogers is, um, he's been turned yeah, to the dark side the, because of the Cosmic Cube. By a power even greater than himself. Yes. Well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of them. But, yeah. uh, and the underground power. finds out that this is going on because Rick Jones, um, who was Cap's partner. Yeah, Rick Jones is back. Rick jo- Well, not so much because oh, uh, okay. they, they actually... Uh, put him in front of a firing squad. Oh, okay. So, oh, so he's not really back. He's not. Um, oh. And a whole, yeah, oh, wah, wah. So all these guys find out that, you know, there is a way. We If we can put the uh, Cosmic Cube back together, we can restore the status quo, which is what superheroes do anyway. Oh, yeah. Restore the status quo. Yeah, it's never sure. about making the world a better place. Right. Because that, you paint yourself into a corner that way. So, uh, but Black Widow oh, wants to kill a- Steve. She wants to kill Cap. And that's it. You know, you cut off, you cut off the the snake's head. Sure. And that's the best way to do it. So, right. we'll see what happens. And badass yeah. man. All right. So now the underground is definitely split pick, into two factions. Definitely pick these up now. Remember, Secret yeah. Empire. There's an issue zero, which is pretty important. There's a lot of stuff goes on. A lot there. of stuff so goes. Totally on. recommend you pick that yep. one up. Uh, Generation X, which I well, we're very much in the same wavelength. This yeah, week. like we literally go and pick up our we pick up whatever titles stick out, and we convene here on the show. Yep, and talk to them. We don't we don't sit around. I didn't call you last night for three hours. I was like, no, you didn't. I was like, oh man, did you see Generation X? Oh, well, yeah, I'll talk about it tomorrow. But yeah. it. oh, it's Generation X. Was Generation so X is back, uh, in in featuring some of the lesser known X Men. X Men. Yeah. yeah. Now this conti- continues. Current storyline: Kitty Pride not only taking on the role of head of the X Men, leader of the X Men, but also the headmistress of the now named Xavier's Xavier Institute for Mutant Education and Outreach. It's, it's basically it's, an embassy. Yeah, they're trying. And wasn't to, it? Uh, it used to be the Jean Grey. Yeah, 
uh, home for wayward mutants. Yeah, but now it's the, the Xavier Xavier Institute for Mutant Education and Outreach. Kind of a PC term, but they're trying. You got to be a little. They're, they're trying to yeah. endear themselves to humans. <laughs> and by and, that, that you've and by up. Marvel's also trying to endear themselves to you know the people that uh, X Men Gold might have shunned. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so the, uh, the institute now exists right in the middle of Central Park. Yeah. With a very high rent. Yeah. 18 million a month. 18 million a month or something wow. like that. Yeah. So um, so Kitty Pride, uh, she's dealing with both of these roles. And uh, we, we see the incoming class. Right. Yeah. How many times have the X-Men saved New York City? I can count off the top of my 18 head. 18 like million? Eight, yeah. So a dollar off for each. Off the top of my, my uh, head, I can think of at least 10 times yeah. when they've stopped stuff from happening, can't some they, really bad can't, stuff. Can they, you know, um, like in Ghostbusters. They sent them a bill? Yeah, in Ghostbusters, you get rid of the ghosts and you write the bill. It's like, can't the X-Men? No, I guess they're kind of... Yeah, they're, they're good. Nobody hired him to do it. That's the whole thing. thing like, who's, yeah, who's going to foot the bill? Exactly. Right. But you'd think just to have them as like a centerpiece and people would go just to, hey, let's go to the, hey, what are we going to do today in New York, Ming? Let's go to uh, Crift Dogs and then uh, over to the Xavier Institute, Institute, yeah. the, the embassy. That'd right. be great. Yeah. But this uh, follows uh, Jubilee. Jubilee's back. Yeah, it's an opening scene. Uh, Jubilee, uh, uh, like most, most parents, uh, their kids run away from them. Yeah, <laughs> she's a teenage parent, which is tough, tough, very tough. tough. So she's she's juggling a whole bunch of stuff and, and then a uh, teenage parent of a mutant. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> even we, pretty we might, tough. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> even tougher, and um, yeah, like most parents we know. Not me and Mike, we're good parents, but most parents, uh, your kids run away, and you have, you can't find them. Yeah, right. <laughs> I usually find my kids. Yeah. So uh, this one, um, so we see a bunch of mutants that we don't not at the forefront when you think of X Men. Yeah, uh, would you? I mean, they're up and coming. Would you it's call like them? the the new mutants? That's that's essentially what Generation X is. It's the new mutants, um, you know, revamped. Yeah. So this one basically see them all kind of thrown in a room, and of course they fight. So well, why not? Clash. Of course. But we uh, this is here's here's where we're dealing with the uh, 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 hindsight, bling, kid Omega, Nature Girl, Morph, and Eye Boy. Not, uh, yeah, eye boy. You don't That's think awesome. of you don't put eye boy in the same category as say Wolverine, but no. one day you might. Probably not. And, but uh, yeah, eye boy is due to a bunch of eyes on his body. So, and uh, these are actually. Um, well, I'm looking at some of these. They're actually more of the more grotesque. Mutants, yeah, the, mutants the more well. um, people with antlers. Um, the. Antlers, eyes on their body. Um, yeah, the dude that's completely translucent. Right. You see shit floating around. Yeah, the guy him. who just kind of morphs into other people randomly. Not as sexy. No. Yeah, and as such, uh, um, they don't say it outright, but as such, they're maybe shunned more because of uh, their appearance. Yeah, they look a little freaky. Yeah. So, but uh, good, good start to the uh, welcome back generation. Yes, is what we're saying. So, and your third book is also one I read, uh, Luke Cage, number one. Fourth book, and oh. yes, you, you got to learn how to count. Mate. Sorry. Fourth, Luke Cage, number one. Uh, this takes Luke Cage back to his origins. Uh, Luke is, the opening scene is him going in and um, being a hero for hire. Yeah, saving a kidnapped victim, but he's kind of like, you know, uh, who do they who do they call for these? Yeah, he's like, he, he's, he's like, son of a bitch. Everybody yeah, do they, calls do me. Do they call Spider-Man for this? No. Do they, you know, do they, they call the, they call me. They have my, they have, they don't have, I don't have Spider-Man's number. Yeah. They got my number, though. Yeah. Why the hell? You know, maybe it's time to get an unlisted number. Right. The Avengers usually deal with problems on a citywide or, or global-wide or nationwide scale. 
but for kidnap victims in in uh, in in New York, they call him Luke Cage. And um, we also Luke has to say goodbye to an old friend. Yeah, the guy who created him, the scientist yeah, uh, Noah Bernstein. Noah Bernstein. But then Noah we've... Bernstein, who actually uh, experimented on Luke in Seagate Prison, yeah, and turned him into one of the strongest men in the Marvel universe. Yeah, trying to replicate the uh-huh. super soldier serum. So and, did it uh, sort of? They assume that Noah had committed suicide, but right. uh, some stuff is is being revealed that maybe he didn't. Yeah, we also learned that uh, as an offshoot of the experiments he performed on Luke. That he he was able to uh, he had offshoots experiments yep. involved in uh, healing, but with perhaps some side effects, some pretty bad, some ones pretty too. Si- bad side effects. So that's that is uh that's where we're at. My favorite moment in this comic is uh you always the shirt the shirt the shirt's always real with bullet holes. Yes, he's like, well, why even bother wearing the shirt? But he and says, and here's and he's like, you know what? It's it's intim- it's, it's one of the cool things. He's like, I've got bulletproof skin, but people think I can't feel it. Yeah, he's like, I can feel it. I feel it. It hurts. I feel it hurts, but uh, it doesn't. It's not. But it's even more fun to see the bullets bounce off my body and see the reaction from the guy yeah, who shot and me. People piss themselves. It's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So, Luke, if you haven't even if you've never touched the Luke Cage comic book, but you've seen the series. It's very fitting. Or even if you haven't, uh, you if seen you've the never read, never seen up. the series, pick Luke Cage up. He's pretty awesome. Yeah, and that's kind of a theme today. Uh, if you've <laughs> never read an X-Men title, uh, Generation X is pretty good. It is. Gateway it's, it's, into, uh, into like the mutant world. and It will give you, uh, yeah, the introduction into maybe the grosser world of mutants. Yeah, so... Um, all right, so we have uh, we have something you recorded last weekend. Yes, I'm uh, actually really proud of this, and I'm proud of your uh, way. So uh, we had uh, set up a, a, an, um, an, interview. an interview with yes. Ken Lashley, yeah. the upcoming artist on X Men Gold. Yes, so we and he's pretty badass. I, I love Ken. I Friend love of his the artwork. He's a great guy. We've met him. This one that we've actually multiple met him times. Multiple times. And uh, he lives in Canada, so we um, we actually kind of we called him. Yeah. And um, Jules did a great job. Yeah. Right um, on, man. So. Enjoy. All right, so we'll throw it back on here. Before we go, uh, again, today's episode of Excel Con is brought to you by Blue Apron. Blue Apron, the best way to cook. Not a better way to cook. It's the best way to cook. It is. Takes the guesswork out of everything. And you know what? Ming Chen Challenge, if you don't get none, tweet him. Yeah. Use Blue Apron and you don't get any, tweet Ming. Yeah, blueapron.com slash comics. So welcome to iSell Comics. This is the interview section. Uh, I'm Mike Zapsik. I'm joined by Julia Zapsik. And we're talking to Ken Lashley, uh, artist extraordinaire on um, so many Marvel books, so many DC books. Loved you on Superman. Um, I first noticed your work back uh, when you did Excalibur. And uh, I, I know you're, you're very um, self-deprecating when you say that it was crap. But to be honest with you... In, in a lot of ways, you surpassed a lot of the people who were uh, so-called um, the the top of the line back in the day. I mean, I would compare – I put your older stuff against some of the guys who, you know, um, jumped ship and went and, and created Image. I'm not going to name names, but there are a couple guys in there that uh, you were better than, to be honest with. Um and it's actually kind of funny that, that you know, like, ah, that was all crap. And um, we had spoken at the Edinburgh Comic Con that you're a huge John Byrne fan. He is, like, one of the biggest influences in your life. Yeah, he's And he's Canadian. 
You know what, Jim? I'm, I've got one phrase for you. Caveat emptor, buddy. Okay. Yeah, and I'm sure that the guy's uh, pretty happy with his uh, his real sweet drawing. So, what did you draw for him, Ken? What did you draw for him? At, just out of curiosity. amazing um now to get up to speed you are now drawing uh x-men gold you you were originally on x-men uncanny x-men um and they ended that that run now you're on x-men gold and there's a lot of controversy um with the adrian zayaf stuff and um so you're coming in can so, I can I just can I just back up a little bit because I, there may be people that are tuning into Icel Comics for the first time. They may see, not know about the controversy. So can you just give Ken, us some, some some context? This is why I keep her around. She keeps me on track. <laughs> um, yeah, for uh, those of you who don't know, X Men Gold um, is uh, replacing Uncanny X Men. It is the premier X Men team. And who includes who include uh, Kitty Pride is leading a you know a team. It's pretty much and uh, please tell me if you don't agree, Ken, that this is like the dream team of the X Men. Kitty Pride, Kitty Pride, Colossus, Nightcrawler. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Kitty Pride amazingly is taking uh, the leadership role, which was always, uh, you know, relegated to either Cyclops or Storm. And she's actually bossing Storm around, which is cool. I love it. Yeah, 
Um, however, Adrian's, it's, his name is Adrian Zayaf. Is that, I'm, I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, but, uh, he had drawn in some, um, things in his work uh, in issue number one that, you know, essentially it was, you know, uh, passages for, from the Quran that state, uh, you know, um, it, little anti-Semitism, little anti-Christianity and, uh, you know, pro-Muslim and that this is not the first time this has ever happened. I mean, I can, the, the Wolverine with the anti-Semitic remark, uh, they had to pulp that entire run. A couple got out. Uh, there was also, uh, I think it was Paradise X where someone said that Bob Harris can go, um, not jump in a lake, but along those lines. Um, yeah, so um, now, now, could you please tell us what happened? Did were you given a call like, "Hey, Ken, we need your stuff like yesterday"? No, I mean I, I was um, not really. I mean I was always slated to do seven, eight, and nine. I was always going to be the artist on those books. They just haven't announced it yet because um, the book was going to come um, by month. This was going to be two issues a month, so they needed uh, a team of three artists to make sure that those books came out on time. So, um, I'm pretty fast. I've been working about two to three weeks. So it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. My deadlines are always pretty, pretty easy to because I have, I work for Hasbro and I work for the, I do a lot of other design work for a lot of different places. So I'm always balancing a lot of different things. So I was always going to do 789. Um, when this, when this, uh, incident took place, um, nothing really changed in my world other than the fact that I was, I'm doing covers and doing some of the covers maybe that he was slated to do. I'm, I'm doing the covers. Um, but it was always going to be a team effort. Um, and to be perfectly honest with you, it's, um, it's, it's kind of a tough situation um, in the sense of what people, the perception of what, you know, me coming in to sort of fill his, fill his shoes. But it's not, it was never that to begin with. It was never going to be that anyway. Um, you know, we each have our strengths and weaknesses. And I was coming in to do my thing and he, Absolutely. I mean, that, that must be the thing that drives you nuts. And I just wanted to get out of the way, like in the beginning, sure. so because everybody yeah. must be asking you about that. And I, and I knew. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I get it. I mean, I get, I get why they would ask me. You know, no doubt about it. You know, 
know, and I'm, I'm under that pressure. Yeah. It really comes down to, you know, it, it's, it's, I don't know what his motivations were, and, and honestly, I don't care. And I mean, it, it really yeah. comes down to this business from my end. I think it's fun. I mean, it's, it's comic books, man. And it's, right. it should be entertaining, and it should be, it should be fun. And um, that's kind of it. You know I mean? I don't, I don't, when I'm working for Hasbro and Lucasfilm, I don't, I don't it's, a, it's a job. Right. You have to treat it, you have to treat it as such. You, you know, I can be perfectly honest with you, and maybe, maybe, maybe people might not like to hear, or people will be old, but the truth of the matter is, there's a trust, you know, and my editor trusts me to do the job and to do it, you know, well, to the best of my ability, and they, they don't really go through the work. Yeah. Can I was just going to say real briefly, you, you know, the 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 one thing, the one comment that I had to Michael when I first read about the controversy and saw some of the stuff is that it's I thought it was too bad because I really think that the medium is an excellent way for people to be challenged, to look at things from a different perspective. I mean, it, it gives us a, f a fantasy world to play with different ideas, to explore um, subject matter that might be taboo or <laughs> difficult in, you know, in cool sort of real world, world kind of circumstances to work out our feelings. And I think, you know, I was sad because I thought, you know what, this person obviously feels very strongly and has something to say. It's too bad that it couldn't have found a way to say it in a way that, you know, encouraged an open discussion versus sort of like shaming and blaming kind of a thing. So, you know, well, I mean, I don't, I don't storyline or been given a story that you chose not to work on because you just made, I mean, it just wasn't a story that you thought you would enjoy telling visually. And I'm not asking, I'm not, yeah, I'm not asking you to name a particular project. I'm just curious to know, like if, if as an artist, yeah. 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 Like that. 
that's a nice Absolutely. place to be. It, it does make sense. You're you're trying to perfect your craft. You're never going to be. And, and believe me, I've been around enough pencilers to know that you're good. You're good is somebody else is great, and you're always going to be striving for the next level. So I think that that's that's admirable, and it's it's not something that a lot of people you know um, adhere to these days. Like if you you talk to people who worked with Jack Kirby they're they're always like well he was pushing himself to do the next cool thing so yeah i always love yeah, that i love that i mean also i've been buying a lot of those artist editions um and they're they're insane to look at the actual physical size of them and you see when you have the Kirby, i have two Kirby ones and uh and they're they're really interesting to look at up close because it's not as accurate as you think it is, it's more of he's going for feel. It's kind of awesome to look at. Mm. Yeah. You Just remember, in the not too distant future, somebody's going to be saying the same thing about you. Probably, so, well, well, already do. If, yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, if not try, already. Tried to uh, tried to do a little research before we jumped in here. So I'm, I'm and and I I'm, I apologize. Michael probably knows the answer to this question, but have you ever and would you do your own book? Just sort of do something that yeah, was your very own, or or have you? Yeah, I've done it. Yeah, yeah, I have done one. It didn't. I mean, it, I didn't get farther than one issue because I really got busy. And you know, it's something well. I mean, the first one came out and sold out three or four hours, and then it was then it was basically it was the book on the shelf. It was going on because I had to stop. But you know, it, I guess that's a real problem to have. Is, and I, I get fed on that. I get asked about that at least two or three times a week, where someone says, "This it's been God, it's been like 10, 15 years since I did the book." Oh my goodness! Yeah, and it's crazy. You know, I walk to San Diego and say, "Are you going to finish Legends?" And I'm like. Oh. <laughs> That's the dream, Ken. You're you're living the dream, and you're doing a lot of cons. What's what's the next con you're doing?
two-year calendar. <laughs> and uh, and I finally showed up there, and I just I could look it up. I could look it right from here. And let me see. I got from here. I could see that the next one is going to be Ottawa, and then I'm going to be doing uh, Buffalo, and then and then it's a bunch of other ones, Connecticut, and then Niagara Falls. Wow, um, that's cool. You're a busy, busy man. I did, love that. Does she get to travel with I you, Ken? Say, I say yes. This is my problem. My problem is I say yes a year in advance, and then I realize, oh, I have every – the last in, last in April, I did a uh, show in Philly on the first weekend. The second weekend, I was in Scotland. The third weekend, I was in Chicago. The fourth weekend, I was in New York. Wow. So does your like, wife get to travel with you? Oh, yeah, she comes with me. Cool. So she did come with me, too. No, she went to Australia with me and some of the, the farther ones, uh, of course. She's not going to New York, but she definitely will come with me to uh, uh, Australia. That's cool. Um, this was just fun. Yeah. I bring my kids to have, have two girls and bring them with me too. So actually, they wouldn't let me leave and go to Australia without them. <laughs> I was, I was 100%. I was not getting out of the house that day. Yeah, I, and I remember talking to you in uh, Scotland because I'd met uh, one of your daughters, and you told me, "Boy, she ticked at me. She didn't get to come to Scotland." Yeah, no, they didn't come to Scotland, and I heard about that. Uh-huh. I heard about what is fun. I mean, come on, I mean, they're in school, and they missed their first two weeks of school um, going to uh, Australia. So, <coughs> pardon me. Yeah, you, you can't. Uh, you're gonna miss more school going to Scotland. Right? So, yeah. So, Ken, tell us uh, where people can, can follow you on uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Pitch yourself. Yeah, my pen name is Lectula. I, I don't know. I, it was weird at the time, and I thought it was kind of cool, and I'm regretting it, but people seem to like it still. Um, L-E-D-K-I-L-L-A. And uh, it's like I have it on Twitter. I have it on Instagram. Um, and I have a, a Facebook uh, appreciation art page, too, where... We can talk, we can show my new latest works, and people can talk to me, ask me questions about all kinds of cool stuff. And um, yeah, so Instagram, Lekila, um, it's all the same. Everywhere you go, it's always L-E-D-K-I-L-L-A. All right. Well, Ken, thank you so much. We can't can't thank you enough for uh, for stopping by and chatting with us. And um, all right. We, hey, best of luck with your upcoming projects and conventions. And Absolutely. Thanks, Ken. We'll talk to you soon. Comes a sweet satisfaction as I cement. 